This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 50. Today, we're talking about healthy relationships. We discuss how healthy relationships are essential if you want to be a thriving, resilient leader, have a healthy, joyful life, and live a balanced life. Stay tuned. Hi, healthcare leaders. I'm Tracy Christofferson. And I'm Michelle Trosett. We're your hosts for Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, and we are so grateful you joined us today. You're about to see healthcare problems and challenges through a brand new lens and take your leadership to a whole new level with this podcast. We've coached healthcare leaders from across North America for over 30 years as they strive to establish healthy healing organizations and thriving work cultures. This is the only podcast that shows healthcare leaders how to apply polarity thinking the missing logic in healthcare to their reoccurring challenges so they can stop wasting time, money, and resources on fixes that fail. If you want to create a healthy healing organization where staff and leaders thrive and perform at their highest level, where values are aligned, outcomes are sustainable, and the highest quality of care is delivered, then this podcast is for you. Keep listening. Each week, you're going to learn how to leverage a polarity mindset and manage competing priorities as we use a polarity lens to explore everyday challenges with the leaders who are striving to manage them. We're thrilled you're here. Hi, everybody. It's Tracy. And Michelle. And this is episode 50, Michelle. Five oh. Five oh. Can <laughs> you believe it? Yay. Woo. We're so excited. We are. It's a milestone. Major milestone. Yeah. Right. And it's just fitting. The topic for today is very fitting. It right? is. Because it's about healthy relationships, yeah. of which we have one. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Right. It's really kind of been the foundation of our success as partners, as leaders. And so it just seems so fitting to talk about it today on number 50. It does. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, really, when you think about it, we learned about, geez, healthy relationships a long time ago, right? And it's a part of our work in the healthcare organization and with organizations and other leaders. And it really is the corner, cornerstone, right, yeah. of strong leadership. Yeah. It's a, it impacts everything. Yeah. It really does. It does. It does. And it's just, and, it, and in addition to impacting leadership and, our roles in life, you know, a part of it too is just, it's essential to have a happy, joyful life. If you don't have good relationships, you don't have a very happy life, I don't think. No, no, it kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we probably all had times in our lives, right, where our relationships weren't that great. Yeah. And it is heavy. It is. Right? That's, it's heavy on you. And uh, so I think it is really important. It's an important topic and, and uh, it is a way of being. You know, it is a way of being with other people and and with yourself. I mean, you need to have a healthy relationship with yourself too, don't you think? Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. where it starts, really. It does. Well, it always starts with you, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it does. I mean, not you, I meant you, but everyone's like, self. Exactly. That's not what, me. Well, that's what I meant too. <laughs> Gee, do you think that she's feeling a little judged there or something? <laughs> No, it is. I mean, it starts with you. That's what we learned, right? You can't be a good partner if you don't do your own work. That's right. Yeah. So it does. And uh, 
And, you know, that who you're being has a huge impact on your relationships with other people. And we've had a number of episodes where we haven't talked just about healthy relationships, but we've talked about polarities that are related, right, to relationships or around specific dynamics or tensions in relationships. And we'll have these in the show notes as well. But we did a couple episodes on hierarchy and partnership, um, episode 9 and episode 19, And then we also did episode 11 on uh, individual and team. And then we interviewed Tony Sukman and around individuals and team in episode number 22. So we'll put those in the show notes because they're just great examples of, you know, the importance of relationships. And yeah, so I think it might be helpful to kind of look back on those and take a listen if you haven't listened to them before or re-listen. Maybe you'll hear something different after today. We always like to point out the connections, you know, we're, we're not just random people out here. <laughs> oh, no, there's nothing random about there's us. There's nothing random about us. <laughs> uh, well, you know, relationships, as you said, Tracy, has been just at the heart of our work. And, um, you know, we had the privilege of meeting Meg Wheatley years ago and have followed her work. And one of her greatest lines of all times that we've applied is, relationships are all there is. You know, I just love that powerful line. Mm-hmm. And she says that because everything in the universe only exists because it's in relationship to everything else. Um, you know, nothing really exists in total isolation. And, you know, we have to stop pretending we are individuals that can go it alone. Especially oh. right now. <laughs> yeah, especially right now. Like, I, you really hope that something people really realize is how much we're all connected and we all need each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when it comes to leadership, you know, relationships are essential in our roles as leaders and in our families. You know, we're all leaders in our families as well. And again, we're not alone. We can't go it alone. It's really tough if we try. And um, we're not leaders without followers, right? That's right. (laughs) So, um, and we won't succeed without um, support um, from everyone around us. So it's a really big lesson there. And that, so we're our unique individuals, but we're part of a larger community. And that could be at the local level, but that could be at a really big level. And that's something else in Meg Wheatley's work, leadership and the new science, she really stressed, you know, it's the, it's the, the chaos, theory of chaos, butterfly effect. You don't know what you're doing right now that could impact so many people around the world. Oh yeah. Ripple effects, right? Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. What we've learned is, is that healthy relationships are really built on principles of partnership or principles of healthy relationships, where they're really bound together by the sense of purpose and deep connection. And once you understand the principles, it's really the first step in helping you to improve your relationships, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it really calls all of us not to look at our relationships with other people as just, you know, they're just... There to be manipulated by us, right? right? Well, or transactional, right? Right, like, transactional. I'm engaging with you because I want something from you, or I need something yes. from you. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, healthy relationships go much deeper. Right, right. It's really connecting human to human, and and really having that connection, and then mm-hmm. out of that, lots of great things can happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's not everybody you're going to have a deep, healthy relationship <laughs> with, right? Like not the guy who's delivering your pizza, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Although <laughs> these days you might be seeing him He's, quite frequently, <laughs> you're probably happy to see him. <laughs> That's so true. In your isolation state. <laughs> That's right. That's right. But you know, it's it is. I mean that that's you know a much um, 
you know, these we're talking about deeper kinds of relationship, meaningful, right, healthy relationships. Right. And so, you know, it's not with everybody, but but they play a significant role. And I think you know this becomes especially important if you're a leader um, who may be feeling a little micromanaged, mm-hmm. you know, by the person you report to. And, you know, again, it's about healthy relationships, right? So it can be just a misunderstanding or it can just be that person, right, has some um, things to learn about healthy relationships and that type of thing as well. But sometimes we feel a little micromanaged and that's a relationship issue oftentimes. Um, Maybe you struggle as a leader to enlist the support of others. Maybe it's your colleagues or even the staff, you know, when you're trying to move an initiative forward or implement a change. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes too, uh, leadership can be kind of lonely, right? And we've been hearing that quite frequently lately that it's lonely at the top. We have. That's definitely been a theme in the last six months, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. And in healthy relationships, and we're going to talk about some of these principles, but you know, there is an element of vulnerability in a healthy relationship. You mm-hmm. know, And uh, I think sometimes as leaders, we feel like we can't be quite as vulnerable as we might be because we are in a leadership role. And I'm, you know, I'm mindful of that right now, especially with everything everybody's experiencing around the whole COVID-19 and whether you're just preparing for it or you're in the thick of it, you know, a lot of changes are happening in healthcare, especially with the economy and right. All of all the changes that we've had to um, experience. So, um, you know, it can be kind of lonely in, in times like this, even more so than maybe typical, um, and the other thing is this, you know, this healthy relationship, these principles are actually um, one component of um, pillar number two of our dynamic balance effect, which is about living the principles, right? It's one thing to know about them. That's right. <laughs> we always say it's another thing to live to them. To live them, yeah. Yeah. And so that kind of relates to the overall work that we do, you know, and this is just so foundational, as we said before, for us, but also for everything that we do. Um, and you know, it is an essential skill, these healthy relationships and living these principles is an essential skill for a leader, you know, especially a thriving, balanced, successful, resilient leader. I mean, you're not going to get there without healthy relationships. So true. So true. And we also know that unhealthy relationships, you know, they're just stressful. (laughs) They bring a lot of tension to your life. And I think all of you right now, if you just think about you can probably even just think, you know, what's the most stressful relationship or the most unhealthy relationship I've had? And there's probably, you know, one or two people that pop up immediately and they're, they're, they cause a lot of tension in your life, right? And then relationships can be complex because there's a lot of different layers to them and there's a lot of different types of uh, relationships as well. So as a leader, you know, those people that report to you, you're in a relationship with them. You're in relationship with your peers and um, those that you report to, right? Um, and also, it transcends to the home and the whole home relationships with your spouse, your partner, your children, your parents, your community. Um, I know I've experienced a lot of relationships in volunteer organizations, right? And sometimes you can even have a stressful or t- unhealthy relationship in one of those pockets, and it's hard not to let it impact, you know, other areas. So it's it's really looking at the whole of it and all the different layers of relationships and bringing those um, principles of partnership to all of them. And the fact is, is that many of us um, grew up in environments or families, maybe we weren't exposed to healthy relationships or the dynamics or principles that really kept, kept them healthy, right? So mm-hmm. 
we have to learn that. And sometimes we have to learn it again and learn it again, right? (laughs) It's kind of like a journey. (laughs) Well, it is. And I think that's such a strong point because, you know, um, I know for myself, I, like I didn't grow up in an I didn't grow up in a an environment where there weren't good relationships, but I wouldn't say they were you know that it was um, healthy to this degree, right? Like I didn't learn these principles um, in my environment. I didn't right. live you know in a bad environment, but I'm just saying my my parents didn't know about these principles. Right? They weren't you know um, teaching me about them or living them every day so it's all about what you're exposed to and I'm just feel blessed that I got exposed to these in my work environment me too you know because it totally changed everything for me I didn't know what this meant you mm-hmm. know like I didn't know what that deeper kind of relationship looked like because it had I hadn't experienced it before and it hadn't really been role modeled for me. So, I mean, it was just profound change. So if any of you are out there listening and you haven't been exposed to these, this is your day. (laughs) This is a gift. (laughs) So really, if you want to establish these, you know, healthy relationships, you have to live these principles, right? No matter what level the relationship's at, whether it's in your family, your community, at work. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The principles are the same. And you need to actually live them, right? And we're going to, as we go through this, we're going to talk about each of these principles and, you know, kind of explain them a little bit for you. And then we're going to give you some questions so that you can think about how these principles have applied or been applied in your life or not applied, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, but the first thing is really, these are fundamental ways of actually being when you think about these principles. And, um, you know, they will enhance your relationships, even if you're not really good at it yet, right? Even just a yeah. little bit of it is a good thing, right? Yeah, and absolutely. So you don't have to like be, you know, a master of every one of these, but it's just having um, having that awareness that they're important and embracing them. And um, the thing is, right, they become a part of the fabric of who you are. The more you practice them, the more you embrace them. They're, it's not like a coat. You can't put it on and take it off, right? You live them. Right. You, you, you really have to embrace them and be a steward of trying to live them every single day to the best of your ability, right? And you grow into that. Yeah, and then it, it actually gets easier and easier because it is who you are, your way of being. Yeah, it's like yeah. your lens, right? Like our missing logic lens. Yeah. This is a really your healthy relationship lens. Yeah, and exactly. It, it, it impacts how you interpret every yeah. interaction in your life with other people and right in your communities mm-hmm. and in your connection to them. So the first principle that we're going to start with, and these are principles that we've been embraced for 30 years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we're sharing them with you. And the first is intention, and everything starts with intention, right? Yeah. And it's really a choice. It's a very personal choice to connect with another human being at a deeper level. And um, and so it's not the transactional, I'm getting from you what I need kind of a relationship, right? It's an intention to say, I really want to know who this person is. Mm-hmm. I want to honor them as another human being. Um, and you see yourself just connected to them, even if you don't know them well. You know that you're a part of a greater good, a bigger whole, right? And right. They're a human being just like you. Yep. And so you just have that intention to connect with them in that manner. Um, it's not it's not superficial. It's not like, you know, people know. You know, when you're just being charming to kind of get by, right? Like people yeah. can tell when you're being genuine, you're truly mm-hmm. interested. And when you're just smiling and, you know, Oh yeah, and being kind of superficial <laughs> and you know, uh, trying to kind of get what you want or just get through the moment, right? 
people can tell. I can tell. Oh yeah, they can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they know if there's a true interest or not, right? And yeah. and the connection. Yeah. Um, so that's what that's really about. You know, it's just that deeper level of connection and, and really wanting it. Um, and so I just want you to pause for a second and think about your relationships. Now, think about are are you in relationship to get things from people, emotional needs, you know, money, um, self preservation, like whatever, right? Are are you to get something, or are you in relationships to build and serve others, to lift people up and to serve them? Um, are you in your relationships 100% or are you kind of like a, I give 50, you have to give 50 kind of person? Yeah. Sometimes it, healthy relationships aren't like that at all, right? It's dynamic. Right. Very dynamic. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, have you used the word servant leader, but found yourself in relationships for what they could do for you? Yeah. Just think about that, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so it is all starts with uh, intention, right? And I always like to use the analogy, and Tracy's heard me say this before, of a light switch. So, like, you know, it's that intention of turning it on, right? Like, if I go into a meet with somebody and just turning that intention, just it's as easy as turning on a light to bring it. Um, a second uh, principle is mission. And what that means in principles of partnership is a call to live out something that matters or is meaningful. And um, in a in a partnership, it's a shared mission, and that's very well you know understood and known. And it's what's what's binding us together in a relationship because we're here for a purpose, we're here for a mission, and if we work together, we'll be very successful. And it shows that true interdependent relationship that we can't reach the shared purpose alone. It really does take really healthy, good partnerships to achieve the mission. And um, for what it means for me is what's my commitment into this partnership to bring all I have to make my partner successful and the mission successful, right? Right, right. So it's really, it's it's helpful to look at it through that lens. Now, so think about your relationships and uh, relationships that you're in that you want, uh, that you have a mission. It could be, you know, work-related. It could be it could be marriage-related, having a healthy mm-hmm. marriage. So what is your commitment to others who you are in relationship with and those who you come into contact with daily? Like, what is, think about that from a commitment level. And then what is the power of both of you being equally committed to a shared mission? Just think, what is the power of that? Well, and if you think about this, we think about polarities too, right? The relationship is the energy. Yes. Right. Between you. Yep. And drawing you towards that shared purpose. And if that energy is not good in any one side, right? In any one person, it's not going to get you where you want to go, right? Because you're battling that energy, right? That negative draw instead of, you know, lifting each other up and moving in that positive Direct together. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think too, the mission is what helps us um get out get outside of ourselves. Self. My own self-interest, yeah, right? When yeah. I when we have a shared purpose, then it's about the shared purpose. It's right. not about me or about you. Yeah. Really. It kind of helps us let go of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so another key element. <laughs> So I think that that naturally leads us into the next principle, right? Which is equal accountability. Yes. Because this is also, you know, mission driven, right? This is about the relationship driven by the ownership 
of the mission. And it's not about power over or inflicting fear in others, right? So this is everybody bringing their strengths to the relationship. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Hey, we bring some weaknesses too. But it's about not putting people in fear because they have a weakness. It's about lifting them up and helping them be the strongest they can be as a member of the team, right? So yeah. it's the whole package. <laughs> it is, it is. Yeah, you know? and it's that, it's that let's leverage everything we can to get to this shared mission um, and this this purpose that's pulling us together, right? And learn from each other and with each other. And um, and then moving beyond that right and wrong and black and white and, you know, this is really what kind of helps us manage the the polarities, right? The tensions that the interdependent values that we have, because we can let go of, I have to be right and you have to be wrong, or I have to be in charge. Yeah. We can just really kind of sink into that dynamic, right? And balance it by bringing the right um, resources to things at the right time and knowing what those are in each other. Well, I've, I've always loved this principle because it's, to me, it's freeing, right? I don't hold accountability all on my own. We do have equal accountability. And like you said, too, it's not about power over. There's no there's no hierarchy here in a partnership. It's equal accountability. And you think about what's going on right now, and you know we're all in this together, even when it comes to COVID. Like, mm-hmm. We're all coming with equal accountability to do our part. Right. And so I think it's a very, I don't know, it's a very freeing principle, yeah. equal accountability. It is. It is. Well, and it gives you that opportunity to honor each other, right? Yeah. There's a lot of tension right now, mm-hmm. right? And in healthy relationships, you can just honor that tension and conflicting points of view and just keep moving forward, yeah. right? Yeah, with absolutely. That, that sense of shared purpose, right? To m- remain safe mm-hmm. and healthy and to support each other, right? Through difficult times. Um, so think a little bit about your relationships. Now, this next question I found to be quite profound. Um, and I just want you to let it sink in um, because it, 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 you know, we've been talking about how we are right bound to a common purpose or a shared purpose or a shared mission. But this question makes you think about yourself and how you show up. So it is what price do people pay to be in relationship with you? Do people pay a price? So just stop and reflect on that for a minute. If you're not driving or <laughs> operating heavy machinery, <laughs> you have a pencil or you know, and a paper, write it down. Yeah, write that question down. What price do people pay to be in relationship? Um, another one is how often and to what degree do you have to be right in your relationships? That's another really powerful question. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so let's move on to the next principle, and that is the principle of potential. I love this principle. Michelle's favorite. (laughs) I do. I just think it's such a great principle because I've learned so much about it through the years, and that's exactly, I think, why I feel the way I do about it. But think about that. In a relationship, the principle of potential, and really what it means is it's the inerrant capacity within oneself and others to continuously learn, grow, and create. And for me, I guess, in just my own words, it's all of us have incredible potential, and we have to be aware and awake to it, whether it's in ourselves or in others. And um, that kind of comes back to how we believe, right? And our beliefs provide a lens through which we see the world and how we see ourselves and how we see others. 
And um, those could be unconscious. We could not even be conscious about how we look at other people and what our beliefs are about them, how we interpret, how we can even judge people, and we're even missing what's sitting right in front of us because of our biases and how we, you know, how we mm-hmm. believe and how we think. And that's impacted by a lot of different things. Our history, our experiences, the norms, the media. Um mm-hmm. Previous relationships can impact that too, right? Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. You think, well, this is how all this is, relationships this is how are. How all relationships are. Exactly. So, um, so that there's a lot that could maybe, I guess, in a way, I would say, get in the way of seeing the the beauty of this and that it is out there. This principle of potential, and when it comes to uh, partnering relationships. Again, you just really hold that belief of the potential in the other person. And I like to always ask people, um, especially leaders, I always like to ask them, you know, who saw the potential in you before you saw it in yourself? So many hands always go up because it is. It's this principle coming alive because you may not recognize it in yourself. And, you know, people, they just want to be validated. They want to know that they matter. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And we can grow them. You know, we, we <laughs> Just can. water them, fertilize them. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Feed them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do think it, I mean, you know, how many times have you said, and maybe you haven't, Michelle, because you're, you know, you just honor this principle so well, but I'm sure many people have said oh, that person's never going to change. Oh, yeah. I hear people say that. Right. You know, I mean, how many times have you said that, right? Like you think, this is just never going to change. And you know what? You're giving up on that that principle of potential. Right. Right. And there may be some things that are really hard for us to change. There may be some weaknesses that we have that are never going to be strengths. Right. Right. But it's about looking at then looking at the whole of the person and not just focusing on the things that aren't going to change. Right. Or that are going to be more of a struggle for that person just based on their nature, who they are. So it's just that opening up. Right. And just recognizing them to your point. They do matter. Validating who they are, not who they aren't. (laughs) Yeah. Just kind of really related to what you just said, Tracy. Um, Oprah once said in a conversation about the golden rule. She said, I once heard uh, Maya Angelou say, what you do to others has already been done to you. So that's really a profound mm-hmm. way to look at it too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that whole boomerang, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming back around. <laughs> and you've experienced it. It gets back to that experience, right? It's already happened to you. This is what you experience and you're projecting it on somebody else sometimes too. Yeah. So question for you to think about in your relationships is, how do you treat other people? How do you treat other people? And are you seeing the potential in them? All kinds of other people. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, that pizza delivery guy. (laughs) (laughs) How do you treat them? I mean, you know, we have to think about this. It's not just, it's everybody. Right, right. It's well, everybody. It's, they're universal principles, right? Exactly. exactly. So another of the principles is balance. And balance is really a harmony of relationships with self and others, again, necessary to achieve that mission, because that's what healthy relationships are about, right? That shared purpose and common mission. And and it really is about, you know, being a 
being a partner and experiencing partnership. And it's about doing your own work in my eyes, right? It's, it's really about um, the harmony in your life between yourself and the others that you're engaged with. And it, it starts with your own growth and, you know, fostering these principles within yourself so you can live them and mm-hmm. experience them with others. And, uh, you know, we, as we alluded to earlier in the show, you got to do your own work, man. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna get away from it. <laughs> you are not because no. it begins and ends with you, yeah. right? It yeah. does. It just does, yeah. and you can't expect somebody else to uh, to live these principles and for you to be a recipient of them if you are not living them yourself and sharing them sharing. with others. Yeah, you know. So this is really critical, and um, and the only person that you can change is yourself. I don't know how many times I've had to come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just sitting there, man. I sure wish that would change, right? But you know what? The truth of the matter is, is not going to change until you change. Yep. And when you change. It has a ripple effect and other things change as well. So when you make the effort and you have that intention and you're living the principles, others around you will take notice and it will impact their behavior because of how you're being. And that's the key to this. Right. And um, and so in this, I want you to just think a little bit about your relationships. And um, Adam Grant wrote a book called Give and Take. So I want you to just think for a little bit. Are you a giver? Do you give unconditionally without regard to what's in it for you? Um, Or are you, he also calls people matchers. Are you a matcher where you meet people halfway and you reciprocate what has been given to you? Or are you a taker? So do you take from others without regard for what you're giving back? Some things to ponder. Yes, yeah, some things to ponder. <laughs> Those are all really good when you think about it in the context of balance, right? Yeah, and yeah. you know, and I, I live with a giver. Yeah, give, 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 give. Right, so it's kind of hard not to be a taker sometimes, <laughs> but because they just want to give, right? So it's hard sometimes to be a giver when somebody's, you know, kind of weighs more on that side of things. Yeah. So it is a balance, right? And you have to have both, right? You have yep. to have both. And, uh, and it is, a, it's, those are powerful questions when you really think about it. It is. Well, that helps with awareness. Mm-hmm. Sure. And the last principle, and it's, again, they're all equally important, but when you think about healthy um, relationships, this one is really significant, and that's trust, right? Um, and that's really a sense of um, synchrony on important issues or things that matter most, like and you just you're on the same page with it. You just know it that and that cultivates trust more and more. But it also brings us full circle back to the principle of intention, right? It's yep. very much connected to that to our shared purpose. It's a culmination of all the principles really help build that trust factor, and um, it just creates that that common knowing and understanding about that partnership, that relationship, and. Trust is priceless. Yeah, it, it is. is priceless. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Really is, and and it's uh, not always easily earned, right? Depending on what people's experiences have been. That's why it's so important to live the principles. That's why you can't put them on, take them off. You got to be consistent in who yeah. you are and who you're being, and that's how people 
begin to trust, right? When you are consistent for the purpose, when you do show up, right? And you give, when yeah. you are a servant, when yeah. you are intentional, right? It's those day-to-day actions yeah. of who you're being is where trust gets built. Yeah. It gets, definitely gets built over time, yes. right? Yes. So things uh, to think about with your relationships um, regarding trust is, are you self-integral? Do you follow through on your word? Okay, so that's really important in building trust. Mm-hmm. Are you fully present in your relationship, right? It's hard to build trust when you're not showing up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. <laughs> we don't have any experience with that, do we? <laughs> uh, and uh, do you show up in a consistent manner, like Tracy was saying, right? It's built over time, and are you there consistently? And, um, and do you have an agenda, Right, that can impact trust as well. It comes back to that intention. Yep, yep, exactly, exactly. And those are the principles. Yes, they're profound. They are. They really are. And they're timeless. They're timeless. They're timeless, and they apply across the board. Doesn't matter where you're at, who you're with. Yep. Right. Yep. So um, let's wrap up with a few teaching points. So you know, again, I think just to go back. These don't. These aren't something you're born with necessarily, right? They're not. They're not necessarily natural principles that you just know. Um, that's why we're sharing them today, right? Mm-hmm. They're learned over time, right? Um, and now that you've been exposed to them, now you know about them, right? Like I never knew about these until I was exposed to them. So you know, again, um, and, and maybe you have had some different principles. Maybe they're called by something different, but. I think the essence of the message is the same, regardless of what you how sure. you label the principles, right? Um, but it does take vigilance. It takes practice, and that's the other you know kind of teaching point today is um, you have to be. It's that awareness and then that daily intention to to live them, you know, and to uh, to breathe them, to be them. And I, I guess the other thing I would just say is. Um, you know, as you've kind of been thinking, as we've gone through the podcast, maybe there was one that struck you as kind of like, wow, you know, I need a little help with that. <laughs> and I guess what I would just say, and what we would suggest is just pick one of these principles, right? If there's one, I always, I'm always saying, look for the kingpin, right? What one principle, if you strengthened it, would have the most significant impact in your relationships. And maybe you have one relationship in mind, that'd be fine too, right? Yeah, sure. But just think about where, if I made this change and really strengthened this this aspect of myself and how I relate to others, it would have the biggest outcome. And just focus on that for a little bit and just try to be that every day. Set that intention every day to live that principle in your relationship or relationships and, and uh, look to see how beneficial that is to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great takeaway. That's a great takeaway for people to I've done think that. about. Yeah. <laughs> I have too. Yep. There's been times. And the other thing I would just say is, you know, you can always ask people for help too. Oh yeah. I can always say, you know, I'm not quite, not doing too good with this and I really like to improve it and I'd like you to be my observer. So let me know when I'm doing really well with it. Let me know if you see me kind of slipping away because uh, I just need another set of eyes to help me know because sometimes we don't know. We're not always aware when, you know, we're not living these principles and other people can give you insights. Into yeah, that. you may not see it yourself, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Sometimes it's a blind spot, right? So, wow. Thank you for joining us on this oh. wonderful topic. 
Well, and healthy relationships. Day. <laughs> healthy relationships. Yeah. Well, you know, it goes back to um, really in being a really thriving leader. This is a principle you really do have to live. So that's why we were really excited to talk about it today. And in the meantime, you know, as you're practicing and you know reflecting on the principles as it applies to your role as a leader. Just want to remind you that we do have a private Facebook community, community the Resilient and Balanced Leader, and we uh, this is a place where we give examples and talk about these things as well. So if you haven't joined, we would love to have you join. You can just join off our website, missinglogic.com. Up at the top, there's a place to join the Facebook community, or else you can join right off our Missing Logic LLC Facebook page. And it's a great way to connect. And these are the kinds of things we we share and talk about in there. Yeah, yeah. And until next time, stay strong, be safe, be healthy, and we'll see you next time around. All right. Thanks, as always, for listening to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We'd love to hear and answer your questions. If you have questions, you can email us at questions at missinglogic.com, and we may include your question in a future episode. You can find show notes and links at our website, www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast. If you're the kind of leader who wants to help others, then share this podcast with your peers and other healthcare leaders. We're certain if you found value in it, they will too. Please share this on your social media channels and leave us a review in iTunes. If you don't know how to leave a review, you can find instructions on our website at www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast. Thank you.